Okay, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Um, to get the show started, uh, we, we'll talk about atheism. Uh, and I just want to thank you viewers, uh, all of you viewers out there who were willing to uh, participate and submit um, topics for discussion. So atheism was, was uh, submitted by a viewer. Um, so as I was preparing for this episode, I uh, did a little bit of research regarding um, atheism and how do people react? How do people react when you um, hear that they are an atheist or you hear the phrase atheist? Um, so here are a few comments that I got from, from our audience and viewers. So one, one viewer commented, I anticipate that someone who is atheist values logic, evidence, objectivity, and rational integrity. Uh, another viewer commented, what comes to mind at first is that you can't be a nice or a good person if you are an atheist. Um, another commenter, uh, a viewer commented, you can't trust an atheist. They drink alcohol and they do drugs. They are addicted to pornography and they have many sex partners um, and they will shoot you if you don't agree with them. Oh, wait, those are Christians. So this was just a viewer comment. Uh, you could get offended or just have some fun. Um, the last comment I got was um, an atheist. They do not believe uh, in a God or gods. So what does atheism mean? Um, that's a difficult question to answer for sure. Um, so any comments that viewers want to leave, um, please do. Um, but let's start by breaking the word apart, shall we? So the root of the word atheism uh, comes from the, the Greek word atheos. So atheos means uh, without gods. So the, for the purposes of this discussion today, we will start with a broad sense of atheism in that is simply uh, is an absence of the belief in the existence of God. In order to further explore this concept, it is important to discuss the concept of God or deity. So God or gods are supernatural beings. If that is a definition we can agree to um, in our discussion today, then we will also need to discuss what supernatural means. So according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary in 2021, uh, and I do have references for um, our topics today and the data that I bring forward um, that we can, we can talk about and I'll put in the... Uh, I'll put in the section below. According to Webster Dictionary, um, supernatural includes phenomenon that are not subject, subject to the laws of nature. So laws of nature are determined by observation and experiments that are repeatable. Natural laws or the natural science or natural sciences includes physics, chemistry, astronomy, biology. So the laws of nature are validated with data, math, and empirical evidence. And so the supernatural, by definition, transcends or, or really just disobeys these natural laws, right? It, it, they, things can exist outside of natural science in, in the supernatural. So theism, uh, as we kind of talk about the supernatural and how it translates or how theism um, or belief in God fit into supernat the supernatural. So the belief in deity, 
uh, is the belief in something supernatural according to our def definition so far. So we've agreed, right? We understand what we mean by supernatural. Um, and so antitheism is the opposite view of this belief. So if atheism is the absence of a belief in deity, it is reasonable to assume um, that uh, atheism is a lack of belief in the supernatural. Now, I want to I want to uh, point this out um, because it is an interesting area of divergence for the believers. Because there are viewers who are who are here right now, welcome by the way, who live faith based lives and believe in God, but they would not ascribe a belief to the supernatural, a belief in the supernatural to themselves. Uh, this is because the supernatural for, it, it could encompass things like magic, uh, telekinesis. Remember the fire starter with Drew Merrimore and she can throw fireballs from her mind. Um, so, so that's supernatural, right? Um, and so uh, there are believers in God who would not say they believe in the supernatural in that sense. Um, so it gets kind of interesting in this discussion. Um, but truthfully, supernatural is anything that does not obey natural law or is outside of natural law. So supernatural could encompass things like um, demons, angels, gods, spirits, as well as magic, as well as dragons, mermaids, Sasquatch, for those Sasquatch believers out there, it's that's a supernatural belief. Telekinesis and ghosts. So the supernatural tr uh, transcends nature to the believing, uh, to the believer. Um, so to the non-believing mind, all phenomenon are natural and can be understood through natural law. Uh, now to some, God transcends law because He created all things. Uh, including natural law and science. To others, if God created, or to others, um, if God created the natural laws and science, why then does God, when speaking to prophets or speaking to his messengers or speaking through scripture, why do those texts often conflict with natural law? Um, to some, if God is the author of science, then why doesn't scripture include the knowledge necessary to understand the laws of science. We don't see in biblical text or Islamic text or in the Book of Mormon or in other religious texts any revelation about the laws of conservation or classical mechanics or gravity or thermodynamics or electromagnetics or photonics or quantum mechanics or radiation laws. None of those things are mentioned in religious texts, religious ceremony, or through religious revelations. Um, atheism, um, also there would be variations thereof. Um, so if there are audio, audience members here tonight who identify as atheist, um, they may identify in a more specific way. Uh, it is difficult to fully define um, atheism because of the ambiguity relating to theism or deism or God in general. There is a lot of ambiguity. There's argument between uh, believers of different gods, whose God is the true God or the right God. So there's a lot of ambiguity. 
Um, <clears throat> and I do have pages and pages of notes from my own research, uh, so forgive my, uh, the papers that you can hear in the background. So we'll attempt to discuss the spectrum of atheism um, uh, the best that we can, with, and I don't have any expertise in this area, just some initial research. So any other information you all have, put into the comments so we can discuss. So there's implicit atheism. Um, so that could be the lack of belief in deity without uh, conscious rejection of deity. So a new baby, newborn baby, for example, is not born with a belief in God. Uh, so they're implicitly atheist, but they're not consciously fighting against the idea of God. Um, so the idea of implicit uh, atheism um, really is, is interesting because as you think about a newborn baby, they don't have a concept of God. The only, the only way they actually get a concept of God is not through the natural world, but actually from us, uh, from the most influential people in their lives, like their parents. Um, <clears throat> some may consider themselves positive atheists. Uh, so they are, or they're kind of aggressive or assertive, uh, atheists, strong atheists, they're explicit in affirming that there is no God, nothing supernatural, that everything is explained through natural, that every phenomenon is explained through the natural world. Whereas a soft atheist or a in older terms might be negative atheist, consider themselves agnostic. Now, in order to further the discussion, we need to define agnosticism. If atheist means no gods, or a lack of gods, or lack of belief in gods, then agnosticism would be a, an absence of knowledge. Technically, if you say a, a, top, a, a, pop, uh, a topsis, or I don't know what I'm saying, but the, when you put a in front of the word, it means lack or, or uh, absence. So an absence of knowledge. Gnosticism or Gnostic means knowledge. So a lack of knowledge. I know that there are viewers who are going to make comments to you know, light me up on these definitions. Go for it. Uh, so an agnostic might say, I don't know if there is a God. That's what I think an agnostic might say, um, or an agnostic. Um, and an ag agnostic atheist might say, I don't know if there is a God, and there is no evidence that there is a God. So I am not going to believe in God without physical, natural, scientific evidence. There also um, are individuals who may say that they are agnostic because they have a lack of knowledge. Um, uh, the, but they do not know if there is a God or if the supernatural uh, exists, and they, probably, they, may don't, they may not care. So um, those individuals, I've noticed, have been calling themselves apatheists, which you can't really find as a word in the, the dictionary or in Wikipedia, uh, but it really comes from apathy, right? Like I, I'm apathetic towards the idea of God, so I'm an apatheist. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna adopt that word um, for this discussion. So uh, they are apathetic and don't care whether deity exists. It just doesn't matter to them. So there are Western philosophers who expand on the concept of agnosticism. For example, um, David Hume, uh, and there are many examples, but David Hume in the 18th, 18th century argued that no human can know anything 
with absolute certainty. Uh, therefore, he argues, a human does not know whether deity exists. They have to believe it's a matter of faith. It's not a matter of knowledge or concrete evidence. Um, so how do, how, what, what about the worldview of, of atheism? Um, atheism often argues against uh, nationalistic, racist, dogmatic, ethnocentric, and authoritarian ideas. And it's it's this is a this is a controversial part of the discussion because oftentimes you do see religious organizations connected to nationalism, connected to racism, dogmatism, um, ethnocentrism, and authoritarianism. Uh, so I like to allow space for controversy uh, as we have a discussion. It's the reason for. Uh, my, my love of having discussions. So let's dive into the data. Now, some of this data is old. I don't, I don't have lots of time to do a ton of research to prepare. Um, I do have other things going on. Um, but so, so I, I, I apologize for some of the, the, the data that I have. Some of it is even from 1975. But there's been studies for a very long time um, regarding atheism. So um, if it, I'll provide references, references below. Here's some data to consider. Uh, atheists tend to be young. One third of American atheists are under 25 years old and half are under 30. Um, and uh, 20, so for some data from 2006, 23% of Americans between ages 18 and 34 describe themselves as secular or somewhat secular, but only 10% over age 65. So secular typically means non-religious. Um, uh, so when I, when I use the word secular, 63% of British young adults, uh, 18 to 24, claim to belong to no religion. Um, higher education also positively correlates with atheism, agnosticism, and secularism. Uh, so 42% um, of Americans claiming to have no religion, 32% um, of American atheists and 42% of American agnostics have graduated from college or they have higher degrees, postgraduate degrees, um, higher than the percentage of, this is higher than the percentage of college graduates uh, in the general American population. Uh, attending college and graduate school and having an intellectual orientation is a, is a predictor, even a significant predictor for atheism or for people rejecting a religious um, worldview. So um, there is a sociologist that I've studied um, named uh, Zuckerman, his last name is Zuckerman, and according to him, there are clear links between education, intellectualism, and secularity. That's why you'll see some religions that um, get a little bit scared of um, intellectualism, and they, they want to reject it a little bit. Um, recent studies have found that secular people um, uh, score markedly higher on tests of verbal ability and verbal sophistication when compared to religious people. Uh, secular people also score markedly higher on indicators of scientific proficiency. So, you know, that, that's an interesting data point, but it's not the only data point. Let's talk about um, the 10 states with the highest proportion of um, atheists or people without faith. Those 10 states uh, are Oregon, 
Washington, Vermont, Colorado, Delaware, Idaho. I was surprised to see Idaho, um, California, and New Hampshire, Wyoming, and Montana. Those are the uh, the ten, and then the ten states with the lowest proportion of people with no faith or atheists, or the most faithful uh, states, if you will. North and South Dakota, not surprising. South Carolina, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, Maine, Texas, uh, North Carolina. That's changing, and Louisiana. Um, so, according to the Pew uh, Forum for Religious uh, Landscape Studies, God belief is the weakest in, or having a belief in God is the weakest in Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, Arizona. But, but having a belief in God is actually strongest in Kentucky, Tennessee, and South Carolina. So. One thing that's interesting about these demographics is there's a state, a state that I, where I'm from, Utah, that doesn't fit either one of these categories. And you'll see that in other demographics relating to Utah and uh, Utah's political climate and religious climate. It does have a very conservative um, uh, demographic uh, and also it is highly it's a highly educated state with high levels of intellectualism. So it's, there's some kind of a phenomenon happening in Utah, according to the data. Um, but that's not what we're, we're talking about necessarily Utah today, but that relates directly to my, um, my own up, upbringing. Um, numerous studies have revealed that atheists and secular people uh, most certainly maintain strong values, beliefs, and opinions. So sometimes what, what we do is we classify people or we prejudge them because they're an atheist, then they don't have values or beliefs. But more significantly, when we actually compare the values and beliefs of atheists and secular people to those of religious people, uh, the former or religious or non-religious, like the atheists and secularists are, um, less nationalistic, they're less prejudiced, um, less anti-Semitic, uh, less racist, less dogmatic, less uh, ethnocentric, uh, they're not as close-minded, and uh, they're less authoritarian. So we're not going to be surprised to hear data about political orientation. We're going to see that atheists and secular people are more likely um, to be um, not Republican. So according to the data from Pew, um, there are actually atheists and seculars are more likely to register independent um, in political parties um, and less likely to be right-winged conservative or to, to support the Republican Party. So roughly 50% of American atheists are independent, 26 are Democrat, and 10% are Republican. 43% um, of American agnostics are independent, 22% are Democrat, and 15% are Republicans. So would you be surprised that in the 2008 presidential election, 76% um, of atheists and agnostics voted for Obama, and only 23% of atheists and uh, agnostics voted for McCain. So when compared to various religious groups, non-religious Americans are, uh, according to data, the most politically tolerant uh, supporting the extension of civil liberties uh, to the, uh, the underserved and underrepresented. So let's talk about gender and equality and women's rights. Atheists and secular 
uh, individuals are generally more supportive of um, equality. Recent studies show that secular individuals are more supportive of, of gen gender equality than religious people. That's not surprising. You can see in religions around the world, um, you don't see um, you don't see equality in those in in religions around the world. You see um, the quite the opposite. You see patriarchal orders generally in these large in large religions, including uh, my own religion. Um, and so, uh, atheists do have a, um, a a greater tolerance for for equality and equity. And have an egalitarian view, worldview. Um, concerning the acceptance of the queer community and support for queer queer rights, um, and I, I use the word queer um, to encompass LGBTQ um, communities. Uh, it's it's easier to say queer. I I have um, friends, uh, family, and coworkers in the queer community, and I have learned as an ally that it's okay. To uh, to use the word queer um, to uh, to talk about queer rights, so atheists and secular people again they stand out in supporting queer communities. Uh, so when compared to the religious community, uh, religious communities, non-religious people are far more accepting of homosexuality and support of gay rights and gay marriage than obviously the re religious folks. Um, they're far less likely to be homophobic or harbor negative attitudes towards um, homosexuals. So all of this data really reveals atheists and secular people have a very clear uh, and pronounced worldview. Uh, they do have beliefs in morality, social issues, they're socially active uh, or social activists. So it is not difficult to conclude religi religiosity um, does not determine whether someone has moral a moral compass. So here's some more co controversial data. Let's discuss it. Criminality and moral conduct. Too many, atheism is equated with lawlessness and wickedness, while religion is in, equated with morality and law-abiding behavior. Now again, some of my sources are older than I'd like to use, so if, there's, if there is more recent data, please share. But what I do have, studies have shown that religion does, does actually inhibit criminal behavior. There is study, there is data to show that religious organizations or religious um, t upbringings can inhibit criminal behavior. There is also data that religiosity does not have a significant effect so a significant effect on criminal behavior. So it's important to recognize that re religious com religion com religious communities can can show and has shown a, 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 uh, uh, a an impact, a positive impact on criminal behavior, but not significantly. And sometimes that is that happens because uh, religions often. Um, so are uh, are socialized around communities, and the more community support individuals have, the less likely they are to engage in criminal behavior. But there is a lot of complexity around criminal behavior. I don't know anything about that. I'm not. I'm not an expert. But according to the data, um, that's that's what we're seeing. 
So let's talk about extremism um, in, in relation to this topic. For example, terrorism is often supported by a theistic, by theism or a religious belief system, whether it be Christian terrorists, Islamic terrorists, or according to Josephus, uh, Jewish zealots, um, who the Romans really thought were terrorists. I, I'm, I'm extrapolating, using presentism there. Um, but the action and motive of terrorist activity is complex. It cannot simply be attributed to religious extremism. Um, but because we are talking about atheism on this particular show, we will examine um, the claims that atheists are somehow more likely to be immoral. So according to Michael Argyle, the idea has long been disproven by systematic studies that atheists are immoral. Um, studies have found very little effect of religion on crime or delinquency um, and serious offenses, uh, concluding that the effect of religion appears to be very small. Admittedly, when it comes to underage alcohol consumption or illegal drug use, secular people do break the law in those areas like marijuana, when marijuana was illegal, uh, than religious people do. And when it comes to more serious violent crimes, such as murder or even terrorism, there is simply no evidence suggesting that atheist and secular people are more likely to commit such crimes than religious people. So, if prayer, religion, or belief in God hindered criminal behavior and secularity or atheism fostered lawlessness, we would expect to find more religious states, more religious nations to have lower or even the lowest murder rates and the least religious nations to have the highest. But we actually find the opposite in the data. Sorry about my nose, it's itching. Murder rates are actually lower in more secular nations and higher in more religious nations where belief in God is deep and widespread and connected to the political system. Furthermore, although uh, there are notable exceptions, rates of most violent crimes are lower in less religious states. So we do still see data and evidence that indicate secular people seem to struggle with psychological well-being in some areas as compared to their religious peers. Some studies have shown that to be true that uh, religious beliefs correlate with a sense of life satisfaction and that living a faith-based life uh, brings hope and optimism. Uh, there are studies that show religious people have a better time adjusting to coping uh, with sad or difficult life events than secular people. Other studies conclude that people who are religiously devout, but not extremists, um, tend to report greater subjective uh, well-being, and life satisfaction, more ability to cope with stress and crisis with, and fewer symptoms of depression than do secular people. So where does this all lead us um, in terms of the 21st century and here in 2021? So atheism in the 21st century is where we'll um, finish up tonight's podcast. Um, so where does all this take us in 2021? It is May, 2021. 
Um, some would describe a new atheism that advocates for a new worldview where religion should not be tolerated, um, but should actually be countered, criticized, and exposed, for, uh, and exposed by rational arguments, evidence, and data. There are names of influential uh, people associated with the new atheism movement, uh, including Sam Harris, Daniel Dennett, Richard Dawkins, Victor Stenger, Christopher Hitchens, and others. I think some of the motives behind the 21st century new atheism movement does include the 9-11 attacks on the Twin Towers. Those attacks were very clearly um, religiously motivated by a major world religion, an Abrahamic religion in reality. And I would even argue the January 6th, 2020 insurrection attack on the United States Capitol was also religiously motivated. There were Christian prophets uh, espousing um, a belief, uh, a supernatural belief that the election was somehow not fair or accurate or, or somehow had widespread fraud. They were, it, this was revealed to them through God. Um, and so that definitely led to and helped support the insurrection on the Capitol. So this leads to a new atheist movement where there is a great question about whether we should really, well, they're, they're not even great question, but there is a push for continued separation of church and state, but even more um, uh, focus and attention on that so that we don't end up with um, American science a curriculum um, with uh, that includes creationism. Uh, the new atheist movement would fight against that kind of um, that kind of a, a legislative action. They would also do the same thing in in India, uh, where the Hindu um, religious right uh, uh, leaders in that country are pushing for. Um, uh, astrology to be taught as part of the Indian science, science curriculum. And that's not really different than teaching creationism. Astrology is mythos. It's mythic. It's, um, it's supernatural. Um, so, um, so um, other aspects of new atheism include ensuring, I already talked about the, uh, the American science curriculum, um, the Hindu atheists, um, so we are also seeing a trend in 2021 uh, around distinctions between culture, religi uh, religiosity, spirituality, and dogma. So for example, we might have audience members um, who consider themselves Hindu atheists. So they are culturally Hindu, but they don't believe in God um, or the supernatural. There may be even one or two viewers, one or two audience members, um, who consider themselves Mormon um, apatheists. So they are culturally Mormon, but they don't really care whether there is a God. Uh, in conclusion, um, and for our discussion tonight, um, the important thing for us as a human family, I believe, um, is to remember that we can have empathy. 
Human empathy is very powerful and can help us walk in someone else's shoes. So if you are a believing audience member, rather than cringing, getting upset, getting your hackles up about atheism or, or judging those who are also audience members that are atheists, um, try to understand where your atheist friends fa and family are coming from. We are all human beings and we are always better together. Um, so until next time, let's have a deep discussion. Peace out. Okay, well, welcome. Welcome, viewers, to a beautiful day. A beautiful, beautiful day. Uh, and um, this is um, uh, topics and discussion. So we have a, a deep topic of discussion uh, for this episode. <laughs> and if you want to uh, submit a topic for discussion, um, simply type topic with a colon in the comment section. So the topic for discussion on this episode is uh, atheism. So uh, that's a topic that uh, one of the fans, one of our audience members wanted to talk about. Um, and...